Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Ask Melvin anything. Everybody, welcome to AMA. Ask Melvin anything. I am Mike, and I am here with the. I always say ever present. I feel like I'm saying that too much. The uh, ever affable and um, reluctant passenger, Melvin. How are you, sir? Mike, wonderful here. I, I am really happy hanging out with you, and and you know I, I see you helping make the world a better place. So I know you help me be a better man. So well, thanks. I do appreciate that. And, and, uh, same here, buddy. Um, I enjoy our talks and, um, it was really great seeing you in person last week, you and Casey both. It was amazing. Yeah. I love that. It, it really, um, made my day that day, but, <laughs> but it, it really was wonderful for, you know, a, a large part of this year. You know, I haven't seen you. We, we hang out, yeah. be there in person was cool. And you fed me. Yeah, I did feed you, and that's that's good. Uh, I was just telling Mason I uh, on the way here this morning, and this is a shameless plug for McDonald's. I uh, I stopped and got some McNuggets because I can eat those in the car as I'm driving. Right, and I had some of their new Mambo sauce. Mambo sauce now available at McDonald's. Um, man, that that stuff was good. It was tasty. It was very sticky, but very tasty. Yeah. yeah. How many people will they have in their kitchen? in their test kitchen to figure out what to mix together to make your your uh my mom yeah. just boom <laughs> i think uh i think at this point it's probably a robot oh you think yeah i bet it's a robot tongue uh i can't see that i used to know a kid with a robot tongue right. hey uh what are we talking about this week good fine sir so this week <clears throat> You know, Mike, I, I try to keep up with questions, so what you got? What you got? I see that. Um, and when you say what you got, what are you referring to? Or just anything? Yeah, I, I, I get in trouble a lot of times because I, I don't explain the my thoughts. Yeah. You know, I, it makes sense to me because it's my thoughts. And so sure. what you got is is okay melvin what you got let's you know show it you know what what do you got what can you put out into the world to help folks reach their potential yeah what you got that can whoa i got dizzy there yeah sorry i moved the well, i moved the ipad it was catching my profile and i didn't like that yeah <laughs> for anybody that couldn't see that which is everybody everybody like, 
Mike did the the zoom on the camera and the move the yeah, position. I did move a little and, bit. I should I should give a warning when I do those things. Yeah. Well, and I was deep in thought, and and I was like, was it me or was it you? <laughs> it was Memorex. Um, right. So you get asked a lot to explain your thoughts. Yeah. Tell me about that, because I don't understand you didn't explain it. <laughs> you're, you're one of them that asked me. <laughs> you, I remember in a meeting years ago, uh, I was speaking and and I paused and and you go, you said, "Here, let me. I I, I speak, Melvin. Let me tell you." What <laughs> yeah, I, that sounds like something a jack ass would say, and so it probably was something I said. Yeah. No, it it fits. Like oh, yeah. like um, this morning, I was trying to to. Asked my wife, uh, you know, was she ready for her coffee? And she needed me to explain, was I getting one of her carry cups, K-cups, or was I yep. getting mine? Right. If I was getting hers, it would go on this setting. And if I was getting mine, it would go on this setting. And so because I had it all in my mind, I didn't, didn't explain it. And so, it, sure. that, you know, that's just a little example from this morning. Well, I, I think that feeds into something that I run into all the time, though, and that is um, that we get so deep in this stuff, uh, whatever it is, whatever we're doing, we get deep in it, and we're like, you know, why don't you understand what I'm saying? Well, it's because they're not butt deep in it every day like we are, you know? Right. Um, I love having outside eyes and ears look and listen to the stuff that I do because I don't know it's bad until you tell me. You know, <laughs> I'm just doing my best here. It may be, it may be terrible. I just need somebody to let me know. Yeah. And you know, you sparked a thought for me, Mike, you know, um, dang, it's, you've, you've got to be willing to suck at something to get good at it. Boy, that's the truth. Yeah. You got to be willing to, to go seek or be told what you don't know. Right. Um, I, I'm bad about buying something, furniture, whatever, not reading the instructions and just throwing it together, you know, and, sure. then, and then I end up doing it three times, right? Used to be that way with kids' toys all the time. Right. When the kids were little, uh, I'd build one of those power wheels and I'd have a wheel left over or something like that, you know, and <clears throat> I don't know what it is that, that cause, I guess we think we're so smart that we don't need that or something. I, I, I yeah. don't know. I just, I don't know what we're, it is. Well, that, so you've met my daughter, Emily. So mm -hmm. he's, let's say she's 24 now. Okay. You know, I'm just taking a guess. So, so when she was born, <laughs> my dad was came out to visit in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And so we bought a piece of furniture for her, her room, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, for a dresser or whatever it is. And so he and I were putting it together. By God, we were going to get it together before we went to bed. Everybody else went to bed. We were working on it. And we got to the next to the last part and read the directions and said to make sure you install this first mm. and you know we just put it together because yeah. we knew how to do it yeah and we tried and tried to get that next to the last part in there and there was no way so we uh, disassembled it followed the directions and it was close to three in the morning when we finished <laughs> <laughs> i can remember many a christmas eve being out in the garage putting stuff together that the kids were supposed to wake up to the next morning. And, uh, uh, I remember, um, I never, <laughs> I never had the right tool. 
Right. Um, it, it again, like I say, I put it together three different times. Uh, lots of curse words uh, to myself and out loud. Um, and uh, but I, 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 I don't think I'd trade those times though. You know. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that that struggle. Um, <laughs> it just feels like you really accomplish something when you do it the right way. I the yeah. bane of, bane of my existence is that little dude in the IKEA directions. The little uh, non-gendered person in the IKEA directions that just looks like right. he's a marshmallow with arms and legs uh, that's pointing at, oh, grab this thing. Grab the goofleflamen, you know, and attach it to the blongenflared or whatever. And it just none of it makes any sense. And it's like the little guy's just taunting me most of the time. Man, Mike, <laughs> this, this, you may find this amazing, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? I've not, I've never been to IKEA. I've not messed with ikea furniture other stuff so i think we're gonna have to do a, a, a session from ikea i would very much like to take you to ikea just to show you the shopping baskets okay. um that is my favorite part of the whole thing and the fact that they have a restaurant in the middle that serves meatballs um what but the the yeah the the shopping baskets go 360 degrees so yeah. they're not like the ones you get at the HEB or the grocery store or whatever. You know, those sure. you can only turn certain, certain whatever, because the back ones go right. straight and the front ones are the turning. Sure. Uh, these, woo, all the way around. And so you can take the basket, and, and I do this, and my wife gets very mad at me. I just spin it the whole time we're going up and down the aisles, you know. And I right. can't, I, I, I'm not the only one. There are a lot of other stupid men like me there doing the same thing, you know, because. So what's the closest Ikea for you, Mike? Uh, probably Round Rock. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if there's one up your way. Yeah. There's one over by, uh, who's those guys who just won the world series? The Rangers. Yeah. Where do they stay? Where do they stay? Arlington, I believe. Yeah. There's an Ikea over there, man. Okay. All right. Next time Casey and I are up there for a for a concert or something, we'll we'll come a little early and go to the IKEA. Right. I think, I think you can see it from twenty when you're heading across. I think you can see it from space, probably. But uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So explain this to me a little more. What you got? So what you got? You know, I I uh, was thinking about this this week, and and I flipped back to a book. I didn't reread it, but the the title of the book I love. It's the title is. All you can do is all you can do, but all you can do is enough. Man, that's impactful right there. Man, so all all I can do is all I can do. Yeah. And um, so it's the and, second. And it's the second part. No, it's the second part that stoves me up, though. The the all you can do is enough because it never feels like it. Right. And and you and I. Are, are we know in our hearts that we're not talking about, you know, all you can do is all you can do. And yeah. you, you sloughed mm -hmm. it's, you know, all you can do is all you can do. And, and that man, I, I, I can't edit another file. Yeah. I can't, yeah. you know, look at another thing on the screen and, and, uh, you know, just got to get to the point. Okay. By God today, that's enough. Mm-hmm. I hit that wall uh, probably three or four days a week. Um, <laughs> last night I was here, I think I left about 8, 8 p.m. Right. I, I, I came in late yesterday, though. I was very proud of myself for being able to come in late. Uh, went and got my truck washed like an adult. Uh -huh. um, I uh, uh, 
also picked up uh, the medication that's been taunting me at the pharmacy. Uh, right. And then oh, what else did I do? I did one other thing. Um, see, I do it so infrequently that I can't even remember what the hell I did. Sure. But uh, yeah, I just did. I, I did adult things, you know, in the morning, like like humans can do. And so I, I felt really good coming in late. That's it's the first time I've done that in a very long time. So sure. anyway, th- th- that's not the point of it. But um, got to about eight o'clock last night, and I thought, I'm I'm done. You know, I can always feel that wall when I hit it. You know, it's just right. like okay, that's enough for me today. And you know, my my enough each day is probably a little more than a than a sane person would give, but. Um, I don't know. I I've never been a person who half asses it. You know, if yeah. it, it, it no, let me put a caveat on that. I I half ass things I don't like. Uh, right. Things I do. <laughs> so maybe that job I used to have. But uh, the the stuff I do like, which is still this, um, I give it. You know, a thousand percent. So. Yeah. And I yeah. know you do the same thing. You 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 go all in with reading and study and and learning and. And uh, being able to hook people up with each other, I mean, it's it's amazing what you do, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and, let's, and, let's stay with the, the theme of Mike real quick. Yeah. You know, I, I go back to One Million Cups. Remember that? Yep. Where you got up there and, and with spared nothing. your soul. <laughs> I had nothing. No. And, and I, I think, you know, as I was sitting there in the audience, that, you know, what went through my mind and what goes through my mind now is, you were made for this. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I don't know if I am or not, but uh, I'm going to do it either way. So, right. uh, yeah, no, I, I, I do I do really appreciate you being there at that time because I, I literally had nothing. I mean, I, I just went up and BSed for about 15 minutes. And, um, I mean, I got people interested, I guess, but right. uh, it was all vaporware. You know, there was nothing there. Um, I just said, hey, wouldn't it be great to start a, the, like a community podcast studio or whatever? And then I had a few people come up and ask me about it afterwards. And then one guy tried to get five grand out of me. Um, and uh, But I was kind of off to the races because as soon as I saw people were fairly interested in it, I was like, okay, well, how do we do this? You know? Sure. Plus, I just wanted the hell out of that job I was at. <laughs> So that got me out of it. And I probably worked three times as hard as I did there uh, at this. Yeah. But um, I think at some point. But you have you have a soul now, Mike. I do have a soul. I was able to gain that back. Yeah. Yeah. I bought it back through right. hard work. Uh, how about you? What about me? What is your like? I would say for me, that was a little bit of a defining moment for this thing I'm doing now. So what about you? Because you've changed careers. You were working that same job I was, just in a different city. Right. Uh, you were working with the same wonderful people that we were working with, and that is in specific air quotes. Um, and you decided you had had enough. So what was your like defining moment? What you got with your defining moment there? So I know what I'm worth. Yeah. And you've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've uh, produced... And um, so I know it was crazy. Um, just walking out the door, had somebody say, hey, Melvin, look at this. And um, 
so that that the the defining moment was cutting the cord and and uh, yeah. taking action. Yeah, I don't know if I'm being too nebulous. You're not. This. You're not. I I completely um, understand what you know, you're saying. Yeah, there wasn't a clear path. There were no. uh, storms. You know, even even when I I uh, started the new position, yeah. where there was a, a whole whole slew of change. And, uh, you know, I was like, okay, this is not what I signed up for and, um, work it. And if it worked out that it was what I signed up for right, and right, more, right. And, and, uh, I, number one, I can, I, you're way happier at this point. Yeah. I, I, I get that. I don't get as many disgruntled, uh, texts from you or Snapchats <laughs> from you anymore. Um, and, and for that, I feel great because I think you, um, you and Casey both, I think you, you both deserve more. Um, yeah. I think Casey puts himself through it just because he can see the finish line at this point. Um, because yeah, yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll reach retirement out there and, you know, he'll be able to go on and do stuff that he actually enjoys doing. Uh, hopefully he does it here, but, um, you know, right. I, I think his worth is extremely high. Uh, he's a sure. very intelligent guy and, and super good at what he does. Um, I just, I don't understand why places can't see his worth and same yeah. deal with you. I think that you deserve to be in a much better job or a different job where, you know, your skill of being able to put people together and talk people up. And, uh, I, I think it, I personally thought that job working with like the foundation where you would go out and. You know, you would go to these events and uh, figure out ways to raise money and introduce people to other people and things like that was that's something that's anybody in HR, which uh, anybody could have spotted from space, you know, like the Ikea. Yeah. They should have just gone, oh, you know what? Melvin would be fantastic at that and just throw you in that instead of languishing in the HR department, which is yeah. I and I, there's a special kind of person that works in the HR department. And I, I, I don't want to throw too wide a blanket, but, uh, damn, <laughs> we, yeah. we, and, we, we were not those people. Yeah. And one of the things I think about while you're sharing that Mike is that there, there's a difference between a manager and a leader. Yeah. And Boy, I think that's the managers are just interested in doing things. They don't give a shit about doing the right thing. That's can right. I say shit? Yes, you can. Okay. It's the internet. Nothing matters. Uh, okay. So, uh, you know, you mentioned this, all you can do is all you can do, but all you can do is enough. Tell me, tell me the, uh, the, the just a quick synopsis of that book. So A.O. Williams uh, was a, a coach, you know, back in the day. And, and uh, what, what, what kind of coach? Uh, and the K through 12. So high, I believe it's a high school area. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, just said, Hey, I, you know, I need to do bigger things. And, uh, and so I'm not doing the, it was, it was years ago that I read the book and yeah. it, that, that title really means a lot. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, he, he uh, revolutionized uh, uh, industry, the uh, insurance industry in, in, one sliver in what he was looking at and you know we wouldn't know it today but that you know to to what he did was was just uh life-changing for 
you know, he saw it and did it and, and, and changed that sliver of the industry Yeah, and, and helped tremendously help people tremendously. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, but when he says all you can do is all you can do, but all you can do is enough. What, what do you think he means? That it, to do it, you know, you, you, what you do will be enough if you're doing what, you know, that one thing, what, yeah. what's, what's your, your mission. Yeah. I, I take away, and this is literally, I've not read the book, just looking at the title <laughs> and listening to you. Uh, it's that second part, you know, again, all you can do is enough. Um, that's a tough concept for me. Yeah. You know, I think it is for you as well. We always feel like we're falling short, you know, even though right. we do a butt ton of stuff, you know, right. we, uh, we feel like we're falling short and we got to give ourselves a break every once in a while, you know, and say, you know what I did, I did a damn good job. And if they can't see it, that's the way it goes. So, all right. So what are you reading this week? Besides, uh, all you can do is all you can do and do it and do it so, and get out of there and do it again. Had the pleasure of, of, uh, going to the reunion at the wizard Academy last week. Yeah. And so I revisiting, I've talked about this already. I think profitable cu customers mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. Craig Arthur yep. and the whole title of the book, Mike is how to win the hearts, money and loyalty of profitable customers. Yeah. 101 re relational marketing principles. And the, this is episode one. So I'm looking forward to the follow ons. What, what amazes me is the hearts and loyalty part. Uh, right. uh, that's the tough one, right? It's not the money because anybody can get money out of people one time. You know, it's, it's, it's the loyalty part. Keep them coming back. Yeah. And the hearts part that is, they got to love you or love your product. One or the other. Right. Yeah. You know, we were so talking the world about is, yeah, the world is caught up in transa transactional marketing. Yeah. And he's talking about relational marketing. God. Everywhere um, I go, people, uh, it, it doesn't matter what industry that you talk about. More often than not, the answer is relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, it, it, that is something that has blown me away in, in talking to people over these last five years or so. Yeah, Everything. it reminds me of that we're we're tri you know we're tribal people you know yeah. if you yeah. if you were uh, a uh, butthole <laughs> and, and you didn't fit into the tribe then you're going to be on your own and you're going to die sure and so that relation relational relationships that's that's in our core and our DNA it's the cloth we're cut from yeah and so what you're saying is absolutely right everywhere you go you see it. Yeah. I think there's too many people that, that think, you know, I did it once, so I'm done. Um, you you got to keep doing it. I mean, that's how you maintain relationships just in your personal life as well. You know, you got to keep yeah. doing stuff. Uh, and then you want to find that person that's going to do stuff back. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's, right. that's really what it boils down to. All right. So um, what is your nugget? So from, from this profitable customers and yeah. relational market, relational marketing principles mm -hmm. no act of kindness no matter how small is ever wasted mm. and that was aesop yeah you probably read aesop fables when you were a kid i did yeah right. uh and that is that's a powerful little sentence there uh three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven words but right. those eleven words no act of kindness no matter how small is ever wasted that's that's amazing when you really think about it 
Um, yes. It could be holding a door open. It could be, hey, man, you, you dropped that thing out of your pocket. It could be, you know, I, I'm sorry you're upset. What can I do? I mean, it, it, those, those small things go a long way with people. And that small act of kindness yesterday. When's the last time you were at the post office, Mike? Oof. Um, yeah. yeah, I used to go every day, like twice a day, but uh, that burned me out on the post office. So I'm, I'm in line. There's like eight people and there's one person behind the counter and it is just not moving. And, yeah. and then the, the lady looks up and, and behind the counter says, I, I appreciate y'all coming in. Thank you for your patience. And I, I waited for a pregnant pause. And then I said very loudly, you're doing an awesome job. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, you know, isn't it funny? Like, you know, that those people were standing in line getting pissed off until you said yeah. something and then you kind of took the air out of the room, you know, that's cool. But no, no act of kindness, no matter how small is ever wasted. Absolutely Woo. true, man. If we can just if we can just stop being dicks to each other, everything would be fine. That works. So, uh, all right. Last thought. What you got? What you got, last Melvin? Thought. What's your last thought? Man, what, what you got? got? So this is from another book uh, from Never Eat Alone. It says, human ambitions are like Japanese carp. They grow proportional to the size of their environment. Our achievements grow according to the size of our dreams and the degree to which we are in touch with our mission. Mm. That was a long phrase. You could paraphrase it. Yeah. I mean, goldfish do the same thing, right? You throw them in a lake yeah. and they're going to get ginormous. Um, right. So if you're in the world and you're able to work in an area that, that uh, doesn't have those kind of boundaries, then then you can grow as big as you want. You know, you can do yeah. anything you want. That That is the thing that people still don't understand in this world, that you can literally do anything you want in this world. Yeah. Um, now, it may only be for a short time because, like, if I want to fly, I can jump off the top of this building. I can fly for a few seconds, but then, the, you know, the ending is going to be rough. Right. Uh, but you, you, can, you, you can still do almost anything you want in this world, and hardly anybody can stop you. You know, right. after a while they will, especially if it's illegal or whatever. But, <laughs> but damn, I mean it's kind of limitless, you know? And that goes right back to what you got. That's right. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, it's fun spending time with you. I appreciate it as always. And uh, we'll talk again next week. Appreciate you, Mike. Let's go make the world better together. Love it. did a great job. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.